Welcome to the Forking Healthy podcast, a place where two sisters have cheeky chats about everything natural health and wellness. I'm your host, Jenny Soder. I am also your host, Cheryl Berecki. Together, we hope to inspire, entertain, and motivate you with our knowledge and decades of experience in the natural health and fitness industry. So if you're ready, let's get Forking Healthy. Hi, again. I'm doing some research on the last topic <laughs> as we speak. We're on the fly today. Yeah, yeah. So on the fly. Um, today we're talking about high-intensity cardio podcasts and cereal. Whoa. These are like some of my favorite things, actually. <laughs> cereal? What kind uh, yeah. of Yeah. Oh, okay. I, 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 I want to talk flat. about cereal already. I know. <laughs> okay, we can talk about cereal first. You want to talk about cereal first? Let's yeah, I, I'm Isn't looking it? up. We're, wow, this is so unlike you. We're I know. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> I just, I'm, I, uh... I'm very <laughs> interested in top sources, top selling cereal for 2022 um, versus like top selling cereal for uh, like 20, like, like 1950. <laughs> so Frosted Flakes, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms. Shocker shocker <laughs> and um, back in the like even if it was yeah back in mom's day from <laughs> mom's age under the bus here actually it does sound like it's actually it's Weetabix gross. or something like that yeah Weetabix is, is in there checks honey smack checks is even around yeah I didn't know that either so this is very interesting so I I am interested to know like when these types of cereals came up um, because when we're talking about the, yeah, they were still full of garbage back then, to be honest. Cereal. Well, if you remember, like we didn't have, we could only have cereal when we went camping. Remember? Yes. The little tiny things, but we the did have tiny Cheerios. Oh, that's right. That's right. Here, here we go back on like the um, kid topic. This is what bothers me the most about cereal this is like back going into like cheese strings um you know pros and cons there's a pros and cons to everything right obviously cereal is like super convenient that's yeah. why people and kids love it it's in yeah. a fancy box it contains a lot of marketing right so colors. yeah that's there's a point to that but also we introduce cereal so early because of this freaking cheerios thing where we yeah. give babies cheerios and so i think that sets them up to under to think that like oh gravitate towards that all the time but when we were growing up like back in the olden days <laughs> in the 80s it was rice krispies cheerios that we plain, plain jane yeah treddies those types of things and yeah. now it's like Marshmallows in it, shapes and chocolate. Pieces. It's basically candy. Let's be honest. It's yeah. like there's Snickers. There's like um, Tim Hortons cereal now. Yeah, Don't that's matter. my problem. It my my challenge with it is um, not the fact that it's like convenient and then yeah. the kids like it and that it's in a box. My problem is the fact of like when we're giving it to our kids. That yeah. bothers me a lot. And the, um, like the contents, are we setting our kids or us? I see, don't get me wrong. I see tracking of nutrition 
and yeah. adults like having cereal first thing in the morning. That's right. probably my biggest challenge. We yeah. wake up, we're in a catabolic state. What's the first thing we feed our bodies after not eating for 12 Shut hours? Yeah. Our, our stress hormones are already raging because we haven't eaten. And we that's what we put in our bodies. Do you think that sets you up for success or your kids to learn? It sets you up for diabetes is what it does because (laughs) you know, your blood sugar levels are already low and then you're going to spike them up and you're going to drop them down. You're going to have shitty energy levels for the rest of the day and mood. Yeah. Yeah. And moods. And I think that, you know, cereal that, you know, if we're talking about like shifting from shit cereals, like frosted flakes, I love when you do this stuff like that, let's like slowly. And this is how I used to guide my clients, you know, parents, and we were working with their children. It's like, okay, so let's slowly mix what kind of cereal you have. So take your box, take half of it out. If it's like, um, fruit loops, put half Cheerios in it. And then it's like, oh, this is a new, oh, They don't even realize, (laughs) right? All of a sudden, like the mixture is like Cheerios. And now instead of like that bright colored, like sugar dye shit, you're starting to put like a few raspberries or blueberries or like blackberries in there. So you're adding nutrients to it. And then you're slowly adjusting like that crap homo or crap, like skim milk to like organic goat milk. And then you do the same process. You're slowly shifting from like the garbage and putting some goodness in in there the ratios yeah. are like longer is stronger you're putting more nutrient dense foods in there so now you're like almond milk you have some good fats and now you're in like cheerios and you're and then you start start to introduce oh it's warm this is like their taste buds are changing so now it's like okay let's do oatmeal because yeah. oatmeal is not more time consuming okay yeah. totally totally and like there's so much i think nowadays too uh, there's also you can shift brands and you know nature's path has some things out there like you can find ones that have lower sugar intake and so like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it we love cereal in our house um but it's for us it's a it's a treat yeah b we do not eat it before school right um or first thing in the morning it's a treat that we have and it, we still like Rice Krispies. Yeah, Mike loves Rice Krispies. <laughs> Brown like- Rice Krispies from yeah. Nature's Path. Like there's not like there's minimal ingredients, and we buy it, and we sprinkle a little bit of coconut sugar on, and we add some yeah. cashew milk, and we have it in the middle of the day, and we have it like once every three months. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Mike does the same thing. He loves cereal. Grew up on cereal, so he'll get like you know even go as far as like gorilla munchies or like the, the yeah, sugary yeah. Yes. stuff yeah yeah us yeah. too yeah and then and cashy yeah. has a couple good ones like cash like goline yeah. ones like there's some good decent um brands out there that do a better job than your top list there of um you know lucky charms and pebbles fruit loopy yeah uh you know let's I hope go to see that shift at some point for sure yeah, totally. Those are some b- big companies that have some big tout out there, though. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, they all own they own cashier pharmacy. They all own pharmaceutical yeah. companies, so why not? Uh, hey, yeah, diabetes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, now, what are we gonna do? Are we doing podcasts? Let's go back. back. Yeah, let's go up the up the stairs. Okay. Podcasts. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think about podcasts? Well, I, I was <laughs> are you thinking- a podcast? Think you're obviously a podcaster. Do you are you a podcast listener? 
Not in this season, actually. I haven't listened to a podcast. I ebb and flow too. Yeah. I go between music, uh, audiobooks, and podcasts. It depends it's, on my mood. It's funny because I was like, okay, we have this in here, but if people don't listen to podcasts, and <laughs> they're never going to hear what we're talking about. So what is the point? But I mean, like podcasts for me, um, and I talked about this in the Own Your Health um, Masterclass, um, you know, where the masterclass is about like um, finding different ways to become more aware. And when we talk about like gaining awareness over natural supplements and products, and we go through these exercises of like becoming aware of like our belief systems and our body and our health, and where can you find free resources to do that? Podcasts, Instagram, Instagram marketers. So if you're learning about like personal development and like improving your mindset, but you can't afford a coach and you can't afford to see a psychologist. And if you're looking at natural health, but you can't afford to see a naturopath and you can't afford to have those paid one-on-one sessions, these are areas that are free and accessible to anyone that has like a radio or a computer or phone of any kind yeah. that you can get so much information. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You, it's like, I, I, when you say that, I think like we didn't have that when we were younger, we had to go to grandma's no. to the encyclopedia if we wanted yeah. information. Like it is amazing. The touch of information and knowledge abilities we have. I find podcasts for me are like, uh, when I want to touch on the surface of something, like when I'm like, right. oh, I want tidbits of information, very similar yeah. to how we do our podcast where it's like, here, boom, this topic, five minutes, boom, this topic, five minutes. I use audiobooks when it's like, I need to dive real deeper into this topic right now for myself, yeah. whatever. But I love podcasts because sometimes I'm like, oh, I really need to have more information on dating or whatever like I just need a uh like oh but specific very very specific on something on dating like how do I approach this or how do you know whatever I don't listen to podcasts of dating I don't know if that was an example but when I travel that's where I listen to them and so that's why I haven't so driving I always had a podcast on when I was going to do like bioscans at like Belleville or Trenton I always had them on and I played it consistently throughout but um great place you know kids nowadays they don't really have an excuse like oh the library Uh, wasn't open for kids no not at all do you have some favorite podcasts yeah I mean like I'm gonna bring up the the one that always stands out every time I listen I'm like hey you have to listen to this it's Dr. Will Cole I was the art art of being well the art of being well like he has a great because they deep dive into a single topic there Right. And so you can really get, I like, like to know the whys and hear the experts on that. And everyone has a different style of podcasting. That's my style at that point. Um, You know, we touch on certain things. We're more like expanding awareness on certain areas. I've found the last, well, I've actually found, uh, interestingly enough, I was going through before this, my Spotify and seeing which uh, podcasts I've been listening to um, the last year or whatever. And ironically, people won't believe this, but I've actually used podcasts a lot to see the counter, um, side of things. So a lot of sciencey podcasts, I will gravitate towards 
because I really find it interesting to see like the, you know, okay, this is how I'm thinking, but I want to see where the, like dive into a little bit more about their side of things. Um, the Huberman lab does a lot of, um, more sciencey pieces. And then there's, there's a couple others, but Jay Shetty and the, um, I've been listening to some of, I listened to some of his stuff. And then the angry therapist is, uh, is one of uh, my faves cause he does really, really short ones. And, uh, so I like his style and he kind of gravitates towards like a little bit of everything. He wrote a book called, uh, being single on purpose and I really loved it. And so those have been my top. Um, and the art of being well was in my top four list as well. Awesome. Wow. You're on time. We got right on time there for our Whoa. five minutes. Yeah. High intensity cardio or like high intensity training. Um, you're thinking about hit. We're thinking about hit here, right? Hit I don't style. know. We put high intensity cardio though. So I was yes. like, I don't even know if I've ever done high intensity cardio. <laughs> I mean, when like, I think of that, when you think of that, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking of like, running well like for me it's running and like you know burpees would be high intensity like I mean if you're getting into a steady state yes high intensity long period is what I think when I say high intensity cardio basically okay so like more in endurance style yeah yeah Right. right because a lot of people are really familiar with like so not to be confused then with um, and we can touch on both these things, but high hit style workouts are very right. um, short, but still have that high intensity piece to it, but right. usually have a strength piece added into it. Yeah. And they're intervals is like, it's yes. not long duration. So this yes. I'm talking about like high intensity cardio, which I really have never done. Like right. I was always a steady state yes, uh, cardio, um, yeah. because it was focused on like burning, um, fat and yes. keeping my lean muscle intact for like yes. competing in fitness and figure competitions. But, um, what are your thoughts on high intensity cardio? Um, well, like twofold, like there's some, I don't ever always want to, I don't want to dog high intensity cardio because obviously I do some of it yes. and, um, there are some great benefits. Like I got a pretty damn strong heart thanks to high intensity yes. cardio. Yeah. Um, I have some amazing stamina and endurance because of high intensity cardio and I have improved athletic performance because of high intensity cardio. So there are some really huge benefits, but I think it's, um, I think a lot of people think we need to go higher in our intensity and longer in order to get the benefits that maybe after. And they, I think they don't understand that because what I see a lot of people do is like the typical mentality of, oh, okay, what are your goals? Because that matters, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and do you enjoy it? But I find all these people are doing it because they think it's going to change your body composition or or help them burn fat. And um, that can, depending on the individual, where they're at, where the state, their body's at, what their goals are, that can backfire on them. It's not the best bang for buck to trash your body. And I mean, I've had to find this really precarious balance of like, what is too much for my body and what is enough because I love it. And that's the main reason I do it. I don't do high intensity cardio because I think it's going to burn fat. I don't, that's not why I go out there on my mountain bike for two hours. That isn't why I do it because I'm in the moment I'm present. I love it more than anything besides my son. And so, (laughs) um, and sister. Yeah. And family. Yeah. (laughs) Um, benefits, any benefits I missed there? No, you, you covered them all. I mean, like 
the hardest. But there's some serious cons. Yeah. There's yeah. serious cons to it. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, th- there's downsides if you don't do it and there's yes. downsides if you do it, um, just like everything. And it really based, like you said, based on your goals, your current state um, and what you love doing. And how you support it. So we mm-hmm. talked in a, a, like about cold plunging and the other one, like it's going to increase your inflammation response. You're going to need a lot of recovery. You're going like, it's a stress on the body, like any workout, but this is a long stress for a lot of people and a very high intense stress. So I have to be careful of my cortisol levels and my adrenal system because of my history and because of my stressful life at times. So how am I balancing that high intensity cardio? What I find is you have these people who are like big, long distance runners and they're low, they're eating not enough to support right. that. And they're not sleeping enough to support that. And they don't have habits and practices that support that. And then so is that pretty counterintuitive to what your goals are? Yeah, I mean, like everything, it, it, if you work at a certain place, you should be adopting your like lifestyle, your nutrition, your hydration and your supplementation to yeah. go along with it, right? If you yeah. change your activity, you want different set of supports. Um, and so how do you support your clients and teach them that that needs to change? Um, <clears throat> I think it's like uh, teaching them to listen to their body because a lot of people just don't listen and don't understand the connectors to how their body is responding to maybe that type of, cause I'm all about moving, but moving effectively, moving effectively for their life and moving effectively for their goals. And so, um, I wanted to do the checklist. Do you enjoy it? First of all, do you enjoy that activity? Are you doing it consistently? Those are important pieces to a movement routine. Yeah. Um, but is it getting you closer to your goals? And are you like how I find a lot of people that are doing high intensity career, like also have a history of injury or are on the road to injury. It's a higher chance in something that's done where you're pounding all the time. And so um, are you doing it properly? How are you supporting those sort of things? So for me, a lot of it is awareness and then ensuring that it's well balanced. Like, are you doing strength as well? Because like, you can't just go and pound the pavement. Like, it's about balance. You can't go out there and just pound the pavement all the time and think that you're going to not be injured or you're not going to tax your system to the utmost and then hit the wall at some point in time. And we should also mention like hockey and soccer. Yeah. I mean, that's included in there as well. And you see it so often, like these professional players that are maybe just not like doing the supportive elements enough and not like compensating with their nutrition and their, and their, and their, um, their injuries yeah. are just plentiful, yeah. right? Because you're just, you're also just doing it longer. So you have a higher chance of getting injured. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Cool. Okay. Well, I'm Thanks. not, go- I'm not going to go for a run, but, uh, that's all we got for today. <laughs> I'm out. I can. I'm out. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Forking Healthy podcast. If you want to stay up to date on future podcasts, make sure you follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. In order for us to get into more ear holes, we would love for you to take a moment to share this episode or leave us a review. That's it for now. Fork and rights. <laughs>